It's raining, pouring, splashing all around. Earth is getting wet, getting moist these days. It seems as if I'm always getting wet. Like maybe he forgets to drain me. Can't see my reflection on days like this. Always places less emphasis on companionship, relationships, but fellowship is a must. But can't always trust you. See the silver, black, and red thongs lay asleep in a purple box. My untamable locks as I try my best to maintain, sustain from wanting to play with self. Plant kisses over your ebony body as I pray to make you that sweet summer night's room. An old Tamina and an ounce of Sassamina can't soothe this girl as I envision myself going down. Mm. Wake up! Snap out of this fake reality of another black girl lost to desires of her flesh. They say that I'm in my prime. The right time is now. I want to see you now. I want to hold you now because you are my flavor of the month. Do you really want to watch me as I make the sun rise? <laughs> see, it's heavy meditations, female ejaculations, muscle spasms, sweet tasting jism. Stop the madness. Tina Marie sings sweet lullabies, ghetto hymns of out on a limb. If I were a bell in my dear, dear, dear Mr. Gay, earth, wind, and fire speak of my desire to reason with you. Soft raindrop patters against my door. I never knew love like this before, but I want to know you now. There is a light that shines, and guess what? I am that light. See, the mindset got me vexed. The mindset got me vexed. The mindset got me vexed, and I am that light. There is a light that shines. I am that light. Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast. During this episode of my podcast, I am going to be reading love poems. Poems that pertain to matters of the heart, wishful thinking, and even lust. So open your ears and lend me your mind and allow yourself to sit back and relax and listen to my poems and enjoy this Valentine's Day with a person that you love. The title of my poem is called Please Give In. My thoughts can go deep, deeper than any ocean. Hypnotize you like some magic potion. Cause you to become open on this caramel delight. Make you think of daffodils sipping on cocktails as your thoughts set sail to my destination. I could tell you of pleasurable sensations taking your mind to higher elevations, intensified stimulations causing devastations to your body. Hmm, come on now. I would never leave you hanging like that because you know I am allowing you to play in my kitty cat. But you must let me swing on that bat. I'm sorry I meant wood. I'm sorry if I could or should I just keep it simple and just remain calm. Do you want to listen to my quiet storm, hear my stories and tremble at my touch? Can your fingers go there? Can your tongues really explore? Will I really beg for more? 
or <laughs> will it be you? Once could never be enough, so stop being so damn tough and give in. For tricks are for silly rabbits, and I got a bad habit of longing to be touched by you. Sometimes we as women deny ourselves of wanting a man to touch us. And we will not even let this person know we will hide our true feelings, especially if we know deep down inside what we really want. So this is the time for us to express ourselves and to allow ourselves to be open to wanting to tell a man how we really feel. Because you see, my fever is rising and the sap is hot. I will have and I will want not. For I always get what I want. So come here, boy, and stop playing. Let me handle that, kiss that, taste that, and ride that. Because do you really want to pull these blocks from behind, smacking cheek to cheek, making my knees weak? Baby, you better bring me to that peak. Well, it was just a thought. And I would never disrespect, well, at least not yet. The next poem that I am going to read is called Poisonous Gas. Ladies, or even fellas, have you ever been in that situation where you are with someone and you know that it's not healthy, but the sex is so fucking good that when they come around, you give them what they want, but you know deep down inside, that's not really what you want to do? But you do it anyway. So the name of this poem is called Poisonous Gas. And it's about how, you know, a person allowed a person to come in even if they had broken up. And they knew this person was not right for them. But they gave into the lusts of their flesh. And when the person left them, they were laying there still feeling stupid. So the name of this poem is called Poisonous Gas. Poisonous gas escaped the inner man, I mean inner woman, as thoughts of the inner man lingered in my pores. His vapors touched my skin, which was already thin due to his contagious sores. I wanted to run, wanted to walk, think, talk, as I felt the bubbling, struggling, trying to come out these acid thoughts. I fight, fought, but ought not to think of my ex-lover like that. The bat wasn't waiting in the corner when you entered my gates. Thought I could think straight, but I swallow that beef, causing your poison to seep back into my core. I never wanted to be so strong as to last all night long to the point of touching my soul. And that night, I cried. Because there was pain when I tried to push you out, push you out the back door. Man down, man down, because woman fell down to the virus. Not HIV, but to heart captivity, to emotional slavery, cowardice bravery as I couldn't slam the door in his face. I wanted you to land in that secret place. I really wanted to burp, but all I could do was slurp up your words. I wanted to fight your advances but could not hold on to my stances so I took one more glance at my altar and I asked the ancestors to forgive me. Laid there in silence as I cried silent tears and watched you leave. The gas escaped leaving a bigger hole in my belly. But then there comes a time when you know that you are all that. But you want the person that you are with to know 
that you are all that. But you don't want to come off as if you have a big ego. You don't want to come off as if you are just stuck on yourself. But when you love yourself more than anybody could possibly ever love you, you need to have a big ego. So this story or poem that I'm going to read is called Knife Planet. They say we have planets in our solar system, but I became one of them. I became your ninth planet as I entered your universe, called into creation, brought into your habitation with no hesitations as we watched the sun rise. The moon lifted my tide unto my lagoon, drowning out all negativity, blasphemy, and I called upon the sweet rain to come down and wash away all the grief and the sorrow. Looking for that tomorrow that would help ease the pain of this terrible mind grain. Blood vessels begin to swell. I rose and fell to the fast rhythm of my insane heart. I wanted it to stop and start to the beginning when the sun shone its light on my side of the world. It's like when boy meets girl and it's love at first sight. Like that Frazier and that Ollie fight. I'm passed down through the seas as nature feeds and life is brought into existence. Cause see your ninth planet, I am. Crushing all of them that came before me when they brought destruction upon their lands with their dark sands from that fatal volcanic eruption and their ground split due to the unsoundness of their violent earthquakes and their seas full of blood from the floods that drowned out your cries for help. I am your ninth planet because I am being your rescuer. I came through with my bright stars and my powerful word sounds with just the slightest whisper that caused new seeds to be planted to give you new ideas, to give you new sensations. Because I caused all the foolishness to cease. I'm here to ease the weary mind of misconceptions because there's no more fatal distractions as I became the one to be orbited, not the one to orbit. You see, the sun never sets, it always shines, whether it is your planet or mine's. I control my space because life reflects my thoughts. And I am taught that matter can be moved by the mind. I am the of the know because I know that believing is sin. So I see you now. I am your ninth planet. Now, I know... That might have thrown some of you off, but I was thinking of myself as being the universe. And I'm thinking like, I'm your universe. And in a way, it does tend to be a little bit controlling, but hey, it is what it is. So my next poem is going to be kind of sweet, and it's called Tender Love. You entered the center of this earth's core as I begin to rotate on my act. Trying to maintain to keep from having that volcanic eruption. The thickness of you filled me up and the smoothness of you overflowed my cup. As I could feel you gently stroking my walls. Your name I dare not call but whisper it softly. Like the gentle kiss of a black butterfly on the tip of my eyelash. All secrets reveal nothing stash as I could only be truthful with you. 
I look down into your beautiful green eyes, becoming hypnotized by your sensual gaze that's got me in a cosmic daze. And I am asking myself, is this real? This feeling that I feel? The rhythmic movement of my hips causes your red tongue to lick, lick those juicy lips as you join me in this private lap dance. This is for eternity because we're dealing with infinite power like that heavenly rain that brought the mighty flood and it came down and it covered the whole earth. We both give birth to new sensations. Sadness entered my life on this day. And it came as a surprise as life flowed from the windows of my soul, exposing my truth. For I have fallen so hard for the king that I can't even think straight. It's like the first time you enter my gates and butterflies begin to flutter while words were stuttered out of full lips waiting for your kiss. Can never come close to this bite again, pain again, as my soul was almost torn in two. And all I could see and feel was the need to have you. You are the pair of footsteps that I see when there is only one. You are the soft kiss against my eyelash, the gentle caress across the baby's face, my grace that is sufficient for me. You are my tree planted beside the water, my knowledge. To lose you would be to place me in utter darkness. As you are being my son, birthing me into existence, because my cup runs over as I become overflowed with love for you. No other man can ever compare to what I share with you. Your touch is what I desire like the flame that burns deep and it ascends higher and higher into your skies. Your soft eyes with looks that soothe the weary soul. I said all that to say that I love you. And these are me wrestling with my feelings because I don't know if I need to tell him that I love him because I don't want to be hurt again. And I know that I need to get rid of the past because this is the present and I'm hoping that you are going to be my future. So now I just got to relax and I got to allow myself to trust. Before the sun entered my universe, I lived in constant darkness, sadness, Wishing for daylight, only saw a glimpse of sunlight like watching the beginning of a sunrise but only experiencing simmer of its rays through dark-filled days. Maybe I gave too much of myself too soon like waiting for that moon to shine its glow upon my dark heart. The rain always fell in huge drops filling my cesspool up with a thousand stress-filled days as brothers came and left with frivolous ways keeping my mind in a misty haze of cloudy thoughts with romanticized talks of hopes for an unrealistic future. At times I thought about dialing that psychic hotline and hoped that some mystic person could tell me what the hell is going on with my love line. I kept finding myself on this 360-degree circle, a life to nowhere, always feeling like no one really cared, having a fake sense of happiness where loneliness kept abounding and I kept drowning in my own self-pity. But then it happened. I mean, just like that. You came 
into my life like a beautiful, strong cat looking for his queen. I mean, five lifetimes of pain I had to endure to the point where I had given up the search for my soulmate. But like some beautiful date you brought to me, a million dozen roses giving them to the broken pieces of my mind. You planted tiny kisses across the fractured line of my tattered heart. You helped me mend my fences and you broke down my defenses and you made love to my soul. With large footsteps you walk with ease across the bruised spirit of a battered queen. And baby, you healed me. You made me feel as if I'm the only woman in the world worthy enough to wear the crown, turning my frowns upside down, because you are the keeper of my soul. You are the other half, which makes me whole. And it all began with trust. I am a spiritual person. And years ago, before I met my husband, I was told that I was going to meet someone who would complete me. I was told that this person would be someone that was going to be the total opposite of me. I was told that this person was going to be younger than me, that they were going to have children, but they were going to come into my life to complete me. And almost five years ago, I met my husband and he was the total opposite of me because my husband is white and I never thought that I would be with a white man. I never thought that a white man could totally complete me and he did. He's also younger than me because I'm 54 and he's 41. So he's younger than me. So it's like he does complete me in every sense of the word. And this was told to me and it happened. So a lot of the poems that I've written about love was things that happened to me in the past. But trust is the one that happened to me now and what I'm going through. And he helped me because he used to tell me, Baby, one day at a time, one day at a time. And it sunk that every day with him was one day at a time. And I looked to that next day because it was one day at a time. And when I, once I got my mind off what people were going to think and how our future was going to be, I opened up my heart and I allowed all the love that he could possibly give me to come to me and I fell in love with him I fell in love with his mind I fell in love with his heart I fell in love with his spirit I fell in love with him from the piece of hair that sticks up constantly all the way down to his big toe I fell in love with his smile, his dimples, his eyes, his lips, his beard, his hands, how he works hard every day being an electrician and trying to make sure that I have everything that I need. I fell in love with how he made me feel by just being him, how he allowed me to be who I am, how he did not look down or frown on 
all of my spiritual journeys and initiations that I took. He allowed me to be me. And I fell in love with that. The sex is just to add on because it's amazing. But everything that he offered me is what I fell in love with. But I had to open up myself to be able to not trust him, but to trust myself so that I would not go out here and do something stupid and push him away from me. Not saying that we have the perfect marriage or the perfect relationship or the perfect friendship. Because we still take one day at a time. We've been together for five years. We take one day at a time. And he is so accepting of me and I am so accepting of him. And sometimes he can piss me the fuck off. And I know I piss him off. And we talk about it. I can get a little irate. But I work on myself to be able to learn how to control my mouth. And we talk. And he's shown me things. And he's introduced me to a lot of things that... I wasn't even aware of everyday life situations, everyday life things. And so to all of those out there that's celebrating Valentine's Day with someone whom you really love and not just out here, you know, celebrating Valentine's Day with someone out here that you're just trying to have a hookup with. Look deep, go deeper, go deep within yourself. I mean, go deep Scratch the surface of yourself. Go deep. I mean, go deep. Because I had to go deep. And I want you to go deep. And I want you to enjoy this Valentine's Day weekend like Valentine's Day is every day. Instead of sending text messages, write little notes. Stick it in their shoes. Put it in their pockets. Tell them you love them. Get up sometimes. Fix breakfast. Let them know that you care. Cook a homemade dinner. From scratch. No box shit. Cater. Cater. And let it be every day that you do something. Because we don't even take the time to hand write letters anymore. So write a letter. Everything don't have to be extravagant. It's the small things. The other day before my husband got on the road, I knew that he liked to drink this certain kind of coffee. And as I walked past the, uh, you have really enjoyed my podcast. Have a nice day.